Hey, Sippin' Squad, just want to let you know right here at the top, Boardman Corey with a K, he's out of town, off on a weekend frolicking adventure. So we got Rolski doing double duty tonight on the board and being the primary host of the show. So if anything goes sideways, you know who to blame it on. Yeah, just blame it on me. Let's go. Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rolski. To my right, Uncle Buck's in the house. And across the table, my main man, DG, what's happening? What's happening? How about, how about this quote? I want everybody to think that the Cincinnati Reds is like the most cockiest team ever. We're some bat-flipping, showboating sons of guns, and I want everybody to know that. That's our closer. That's our closer. That's is this the best start since you can remember in Reds baseball? I think it's the best start in franchise history. Is really? It, statistically, is it not? I would agree. Most uh, runs scored, batting percentages, everything's a skyrocket. Hits, runs scored, RBI, team RBIs, total bases. I think any offensive category is the best start in franchise history. And the bad thing is our money players aren't even playing well. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Sorez isn't hitting very well. Vado's not hitting well. Um, is Castellanos a big time player, like paid wise? He's he's a deep pocket. He yeah, was, he was a major free agency pickup for us. Yeah, he's probably my favorite player now. He's got some swag about him. He's got an edge. Bauer left, so I had to pick a new one. It's him for sure. He's right up my alley. Oh, I feel like he knows how to throw some knuckles if he needs to. He's too. He's, he's him right and Pui. up my alley. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you saw that. You saw that. Pittsburgh game. Oh, dude's a lion. Come comes in there sliding. There's that pass ball play at the plate, and he's standing over the pitcher. He's like, "What do you say? Let's fucking go." Yeah, is what he said. Yeah, that's that, it. I think that's exactly that's what he it. said. That's no, what, it wasn't. It wasn't the Pirates for. game. It was Cardinals. Cardinals. Molina grabbed him by the shoulder. Oh, so it was the opening series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He got hit by a pitch. That's right. And then he scored on a pass ball and just looked over top of him and said, "Let's fucking go." Yeah, because yeah. he got hit and he was chirping at the mound and Molina stepped in like everybody's dad okay I'm with you so I mean he's old enough to be everybody's dad he's been in the league for 35 years forever he's been he's been been the St. Louis Cardinals starting catcher for 18 this is 18th season as the starting catcher 18 seasons probably other than the pitcher the worst position to be old as fuck at so you think about a high school junior right now he was the starting catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. His rookie season was the year before they were born. Think about that. I like that stat. Man. Did you write that down? I didn't or is that right off the top? I just I remember that from the broadcast. He's tied with Johnny Bench for the longest tenure of a starting catcher in the major leagues. Wow. Johnny Bench was red starting catcher for 18 seasons also. Look at this guy. Hey. Hey, here's, here's something for you. Now... This was researched last night, April the 8th. The Reds are leading the Central, of course, 5-1, and one, tied for the lead league against the Phillies and the Astros. When was the last time the Reds were tied for the lead league? Oh, In like I the first bored. six or seven games of the Years. season. Years. I don't think I was alive. Yeah, we probably weren't. I think, I think back to two years ago, 
the Reds played some good baseball. But if you remember, they they went zero and eight their first eight games of the season. They've never had a hot start. No, they it's dug, always they, they dug themselves a huge hole and they played good ball afterwards. I like to think of it like you got an exam and they give you three months to study for it, and then I wait like two nights before the exam, take it, and then just work my ass off those two nights. Well, it's not. I mean, I might get a C. Who the fuck wants that? Yeah. I just blame it. I mean, that's how I take Reds baseball every year. Is their starts are never above par. It's always they got a trail and kind of like finishing the mile. They're always sprinting at the like the very end to make it. Yeah. Then just they either they either barely get in like they did in the playoffs last year, even with the expanded playoffs, or they just fall way short. They just peter out. How about this? Castellanos and Naquin are tied for the lead league in home runs right now. With four apiece. Naquin's just Naquin's, hitting the shit out of the ball. It's just unbelievable. How many RBIs did he have the other night? Seven. Seven? Was that like, uh, was was it Scooter? Scooter Jeanette had, had I think, four home runs and ten ribbies. Okay. Night. Yeah, that's what I thought. Jonathan, how about India? Jonathan India. You you talked him up the other night when we were watching it. It was Pierce. Okay, Pierce. It was Troy. So. Troy, Troy, says, Troy says he's going to be the next Pete Rose, which <laughs> might be. Might be, uh, you know, a little a little lofty, but I mean he's solid. He ha- he is uh, the third best batting average in baseball right now, batting four seventy six. He's on fire. The thing I the thing I like about him, man, is he he plays hard. Um, that I don't know if it was the last game against the Pirates or the next to last game. They came high and tight on him. You see that he got hit by a pitch like right under the. Uh-uh, I didn't see it, it. Grazed like the bottom of his ear flap on his helmet, and like got like kind of grazed his jaw or grazed his neck. Hit by a pitch, shook up, comes up next to bat, has like an RBI line drive single. Doesn't phase him at all. He's a the kid is a gamer, and he's got a good glove too. Well, he's also yes, he's he's made some amazing plays at second already this season. Um, he's also fourth in the MLB in RBIs with 10. Look at you over there with all your stats. I didn't well, bring any stats. Well, I kind of researched them because okay. I knew we were going to talk a little Reds baseball off the yeah. top here. But uh, also, Naquin is second in RBIs with 13. So there, then we got a bunch of Reds at the top of these statistic leaderboards right now, first six or seven games in. We've never seen this before, fellas. Yeah. It's early. Well, but it's, I, it's surprising as hell. I know it's early, but it's early. It's I, something cool to talk oh, about. We have We've never talked about it ever. before. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with both of you guys. The thing, I, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. You know, I'm not. I'm not one of. The, I'm not one of those fans that are saying, "Yeah, we're going to the playoffs. Give us the pennant. Put us in the World Series right now. Put it on the board." I'm not saying that because nobody's expecting the Pirates to be worth a shit this year. They're not going to be very good, and everybody knows it. They're in a total rebuild as an organization. But the Cardinals are supposed to be pretty good. The Cardinals are, and they took two out of three from the Cardinals. Both have been home series. We right. haven't seen these guys on the road yet. I mean, I I get it. They played in the same elements, but I don't think La Pedra, 39 degrees, I mean, that wasn't his best shit. No. I think if it's midsummer and he's doing that, the Cardinals aren't touching him. Cardinals haven't touched him in the last three years he's been there. I just caught him on a cold, cold, nasty day. day. Coldest opening day in Reds history, really. And he said, I mean, he wasn't like making excuses after the game, but he said, like, I don't pitch well in the cold, and it was freaking cold out there, you know? 
you guys, saw him, you saw him at you know the last game of the series against the Pirates, and I mean it's beautiful outside, almost eighty degrees, and he just dominated. He had it on a string. He had his changeup was working, fastball. I mean, so other than him, do you think our pitching staff is all right for the year? I think the bullpens bullpens done a nice job so far. Okay, because usually that's our weakness. It's not bullpens of the past. Yeah, right now. Yeah. I mean, when you got guys fighting to be the closer, set up dudes, you know that you got a bullpen in line. So I'm pumped. How about, uh, what do you think about the new, because I know you, you've you watched a lot of games, Rolski, because you got Spectrum. Mm-hmm. No, I've got DirecTV. DirecTV, my got, bad. But you got Bally Sports yes, Network. Yes, Okay. What do you think about the Reds' new, new play-by-play guy? And what do you think about Barry Larkin doing color? I think they're all right. I really do. I like a I like a little something new. I mean, it take it took a few games to get used to. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I was pleasantly surprised with them, and I, I think I'm starting to like them. Yeah. Honestly, have you have you heard them yet? When I listened, I thought it was Sean Casey. Really? Is it not Sean Casey? No, it's uh, I, the last the guy's last name Sadak, John Sadak. I want to say. And he, I like him because he's dropped a couple of Seinfeld references. I was going to say, it? hey, he, this guy's a jokester. He likes to drop yeah, some jokes he while he's on there. Yeah, you likes know to who else was? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. But dude, I love Barry Larkin calling games. Yeah, yeah, he games. knows what he's talking oh, about. Oh man, he's good. He's got some good insights. Yeah, but still missing Tom though. It's just, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not. It's not. But Tom was so damn negative, man. I hate how negative he was. Like he, we don't need, we don't need that. You know, he was just speaking the goddamn truth. I know he was, but he's not. He wasn't his dad, and he was trying. He was out to me. He was acting like he was his dad. Like, who the hell are you, man? You you couldn't do any better. You know, yeah. just sit up, just call the game. <laughs> just sit up there and call the fucking game. Let, let the color guy, who's who's a you know a former major league baseball player, do some criticizing if he wants to. So Larkin's just, Larkin's in the box then. Lark, Larkin's up there, man. That's fantastic. I, he's he's good. I, I mean, I. I'm really enjoying him being on games and on calls. Um, We're going to have to get our ass down to a Reds game. It's 45 minutes away. There's no reason why we're not there at least seven times a season. We had a, uh, speaking of that, we had a listener, I think he messaged me on Facebook, said he's got the first 150 bucks down on a bus to take the podcast down. So, sipping squad, the fun's already started. (laughs) We need to get a bus, boys. We chip, need to get a party bus. Get, chip on in. Get the podcast down there to Cincinnati and root these fuckers on because they, on they are good. And we're not even like I think you might have mentioned it. We're not even at full strength yet. I mean, we got Shogo Akiyama, who's supposed to be our starting center fielder. He's been out with uh, I can't remember. He had some kind of ankle or I don't remember. He but he's been out. Winker's been out because he's had the flu. He's probably been drinking too much of that sake. <laughs> was I mistaken or did Sinzel get hurt one of the first games? Sinzel got hurt diving, but he came back okay. like the next game. Okay. That, surpri- that surprised me. I he, thought, he's usually out for a little while. Yeah, this dude, he's a like a pussy. Well, he's got he gets vertigo. Like he's got some kind of issue that he's had for a long time where he, he gets dizzy spells. Give it's, him a penicillin shot then. It's strange. I'm sure he's doing, you know, I'm sure he's on a special kind of diet or something to, you know, help with that, but Glad glad he came back to next game. Sonny Gray's been out. I think he's had back spasms or strained his oblique or something in spring training. So he's been out, but he's on the he's on the road back. He's been doing some rehab assignments and like simulated simulated games, throwing bullpens and stuff. Michael Lorenz and TJ Antone. 
So, I mean, they're not even at full strength yet, which I think is a good sign. But, you know, when all these guys get healthy, who are they going to – you know, there's only three spots in the outfield. You know what I mean? I, th- I think you, you take the young ones full of piss and vinegar. I say you keep, set Votto's ass. Keep them on the pine, man. We're playing great. I don't don't fix it if it ain't broke. Right. Are we on the same page? Yet? Yes, exactly. We're on the same page. Can we just leave it at that? Let's leave it at that. All right. Let's go on to the text messages this week. First text message. Episode fifty three was fire. Could not stop laughing. Uncle Buck was all over Troy and it had me rolling. Keep up the good work. Also, Troy, I one thousand percent agree. Cheesecake Factory is amaze balls all day. Amaze balls all day is what, that's what they say. So I mean, he enjoyed he enjoyed the uh, bracket. Then when you were cracking jokes on Troy, all I don't remember me cracking on Troy. Are you? Full Am of I shit? that mean to him? Yeah, he thought it was a roast. Don't you remember? Yeah. <laughs> he called. He you, did say that. His, he said, his, what is this? A roast? His exact words were, "You little bitch." <laughs> called you that one time. He said, "Oh, you motherfucker." <laughs> and he also asked if it was a roast. So yeah, you got him three good times. You just kind of you forget what you said when you're down here in the studio because you go home inebriated. So (laughs) I tell you, Troy's a Troy's a huge dessert guy too. I think that's another reason he's he's a big cheesecake. Well, I don't believe that at all because he says he's got to get one to go. If you were a huge dessert guy, wouldn't you just eat it there? Oh, he get I guarantee he eats one there and then he gets one or two to go. Guarantee it. I think he's I think he faked it all along. You think? Yeah. I don't think he likes Cheesecake Factory that much. He just not a not a big fan of the roses. That's all it was. Probably he he likes his sit down his sit down nice. Yeah, it's got to be a certain price for him to even eat it. Button down shirt deep, restaurants. Deep pockets, deep pockets, Troy. You can't fool us. Moving on to the last text message. Let's start with the good. You guys started out so strong in the Rolling Rock region. I don't think there was one bad pick in that region. But when I saw Cheesecake Factory getting bounced first round, that's where I draw the line. I don't care if you don't like cheesecake, that's okay. But their menu might be one of the most diverse menus out of all sit-down restaurants you had in this tournament. La Rosa's? Are you kidding me? Then you guys had freaking Golden Corral to the Elite Eight? Red Robin winning it all. Is it respectable? The campfire sauce there is unbelievable. Some, somehow, turned out better than Arby's winning the fast food bracket. I should have known with the OG's in-house... What was to come? I will say I appreciated being in everyone's final four for the Royal Rumble. Jake. These are my picks. Rolling Rock, Texas Roadhouse, Wild Turkey, Cheesecake Factory, Buffalo Trace, Quaker Steak and Lube, Heineken, P.F. Chang's, Winner, Cheesecake Factory. He had two of my four, P.F. Chang's and uh, uh, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, Texas Roadhouse was in it for me, but... Um, we might have snubbed Troy on the cheesecake. I'm just... I've never... I think I've eaten there once, and I'm just... I'm not... I don't get cold chills when I walk in. I don't, I've don't. i only been there, like, twice, and it was just a little too fancy for my taste, you know? Isn't it? That's a, that's how I felt about it. That's, that's like my own personal opinion. I've never personally been there, so I don't have... Well, that doesn't help. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get... When we're talking about when we're debating things, we get we all get kind of caught up in, hey, let's all gang up on Troy because <laughs> it's fun. 
Well, it is fun because I like to hear him get upset and cuss at Buck. I, I do too. I mean, it's the, it's the best part. What, what he, it was insanity. Going. This he kept yeah, screaming yeah, that shit. Is, this is insanity. I mean, I saw a couple of veins pop in his head. He got he really got pissed over that pick. This is insanity. <laughs> Sip and squad. I hope you have my back. Is what he said. What are we doing here? Hey guys, thanks for the text. Keep them coming. Seven four zero three five three seven. Hey, uh, seven four zero seven two three five three seven. My bad. Hey, Buck. I think this is the first time ever we've had a volunteer bring in the uh, Tall Boys this week. Oh, these these were donated. Yeah, a volunteer donated some uh, Tall Boys for us this week. Buck, can you explain how this all happened? So, uh, Big John Italian at work, he's a hell of a promoter and he loves listening to the Sip and Serve podcast. He's got, I mean, quite a few people that work listening to it. Everybody enjoys it, thinks it's funny as hell. Somewhat not informational, but it is. You guys give out some good information. Not really. You know, like the, the insects. Oh, yeah. Just DG's random fact last week. Wait, you want to know this? You want to know what the oldest living insect is? Cockroach? Nope. The termite. Yeah, a hundred plus years. Okay, I feel like I've heard that somewhere before. Yeah, but anyway, Big John Italian, he says, "I gotta get something in there with with the cans, right? Since it's the can aspect." Is he a big drinker? No, he's just the nicest guy I think I've ever met. Okay, so he donated this, and uh, he went to a carryout and spent sixty dollars on two different tin cans, two different beers. So I brought one set for us to enjoy and try out. It's not necessary. I think it's like 17 ounces. Okay. 8.1% alcohol. Oh. Heavy hitter. Bring in some malt. And he he specifically told me, Rolski, he said, if you don't drink this fucking thing, you're a soft ass bitch. <laughs> Quote, unquote. All right. Big John Italian coming with some big words, huh? <laughs> so, what, I mean, did he give you any like backstory on these? It, are these cans that he thought would you know make the power rankings? He or did he just stop in and, and take a look at what they had and just grab, this grab, this man drove around for hours. So he scouted them out. Yes, is what you're saying. He he stalked a lot of people to find these. Okay. Well, I mean, <clears throat> without further ado, let's uh let's grab one of these and I'll start the beat. You're digging in there. I'm going to go ahead and start this. And this right here, this beat is going to be a uh, shout out to a legend who uh, lost his life today. Rest in peace, DMX. Friday, April the 9th, 2021. DG, when you hear this beat, you know what song this is? Stop! Stop! (laughs) Rough Riders Anthem. One of his best. But this ain't the only one I got for you guys tonight. I brought two. And this one, this next one, is probably my favorite of all time from DMX. Go ahead and start it up here for you. Who doesn't know this one? Everybody knows this one. Woo! Hey, you guys talked about school dances. This, this is one. what made me wear like five pairs of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to come with that. 
The underwear. Oh, yeah. You didn't go to the school dance without at least wearing five pair. And you had to have your uh, football or sliding pants or whatever, uh, the compression shorts. You didn't want them to Keep know you were, you were Keep ch- her you, tucked. You kind of wanted them to know you were chubbing up to let them know you were there. <laughs> but you didn't want them to know you are full-blown. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, when we're grinding, I get so excited. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna keep this going in the background, boys. So let's talk about this can here. A lot going on here. Oh my gosh, Big John Italian <laughs> came through for us. We got a. This is like a rainbow can. What is this? What is this? Does that say Grand Terrestrial Rhapsody? Grand Terrestrial Rhapsody by Flying Monkey Craft Brewery. Brewed Flying in, Monkey's Craft Brewery. Brewed in Canada. I told him it looks like my. Four-year-old nephew Leo drew on this can. Pineapple double IPA, eight point one percent. Man, this thing's got hearts. It's got a uh, silver flying monkey on it. It's got pineapples. It's got birds. It's got stars. We got like the ocean water at the bottom yeah. and the night sky at the top. There's like arms like coming rainbow. out of the sky. Like it looks like you just smoked a big old bowl and you're about you're like going in <laughs> La La Land right now in this thing. And this is the first thing you draw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a stoned finger painter designed the can. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Big John, he came with some heat here, boys. So, I guess now, here's, here's, I, I told him he was, you were going to knock him. Is it going to be because it's not a tall, it's tall the, boy? This isn't a tall boy, Big John Italian. That's what oh, I said. This is, he ain't going to like that. This, this isn't it. I mean, this, this is just a, this is like what you would call, like, um, some people would call them, tall boys but you know you can get a six pack of the 16 ounces i told him this we is drink right. 24s here on the sip and serve podcast it's got to be a 24 it's got to be a 24 to make the list but we're gonna do big john a favor here boys let's crack it open and give him a taste let's do him justice now now i'm gonna give him this if this was a tall boy this is definitely number one it's not even close and i don't think it would ever be beat so shout out big john for that Not a big IPA guy. Yeah. Not a big IPA guy. <sighs> I mean, I'm it's not, I'm not either, but that's a flavorful ass beer. That beer's full of flavor. Oh god, the aftertaste is terrible, John. <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, it's not good. It is. It's probably better than old Milwaukee Ice, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah well, that's. It doesn't take much to. Meet that criteria. What what is it? I mean, does anybody know what a double IPA is? I don't. I bet Troy would. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Sipping squad, if you know what a double IPA is, holler at us. I bet Troy could tell us if we really if we really wanted to know. Is it double the hops? Could be a little little hoppier, maybe. So let's talk about Big John Italian here. I mean, this is the second time we've mentioned him on a podcast. Um I've never met him. I've never seen him. I don't even know who this guy is. So, DG, let's try to get it dig into our imagination. This guy's nickname's Big John Italian. What do you think Big John Italian looks like? Just with that nickname. Big John Italian. Well, with a nickname like Big John, first of all, it could go one of two ways. He could be a he could be a big ass dude. Or it could be one of those oxymoron nicknames where he's like five three, 
He's like a little rat of a guy. Five three, one twenty five. Yeah, yeah. So like little, like little John. Yeah, he could be freaking, you know, five hundred pounds and seven feet three. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna go. This is just me. I'm going to say he's got a big ass bushy beard. He's got a big beard. So you think he's? Do you think he's a big guy? I think he's a big guy. Okay. I'm going to say he's six foot four. 300 pounds. 6'4". Six, 6'4", four. Six, four, 300. Just a big guy. He's got a big beard and he's bald. Be- big, full beard and bald. And bald. Any tattoos, any piercings I think, that you're seeing? I think he's got some tattoos, but they're older tattoos. Like he got them when he was young. Okay. Maybe kind of fading off a little fading bit. Fading off, blurring up a little. Yeah. Like an 18-year-old tattoo. I'm saying Big John Italian's probably 42 years old. And he got it when he was 18. Hadn't been touched up for a while. Fading off a little bit. Big John Italian, 6'4", 300 pounds. Just a big guy. Not necessarily fat at all. Just a big, just a big boy. What uh? What do you think he's riding into work? What kind of vehicle? During the spring and summer, I'm saying he's riding in on a... 1996 Harley Davidson with two bags on the side. <laughs> and, then, and then in the winter, he's driving a 2004 single cab F 150. Okay. Anything else? Any other details about Big John Italian? He likes to cuss personality wise. He's a big cusser. White guy? Yeah, white guy. What do you think? Give me your breakdown of Big John Italian. Well, they're not going to put his they're going they're not going to put the the word Italian at the end of his name unless he's got some little bit of Italian heritage. So I'm going to say he's got kind of he's a little bit more dark complected, a little tanner. Got like a Mediterranean kind of tint to him. Uh, I'm going to say he's got a a good full thick head of hair on him. I don't think he's bald. I think he's got I think he's got long hair actually. Ooh, I long think he's got hair. like shoulder length hair, maybe longer. Kind of wears it back in a ponytail. Okay, keep going. Or maybe uh, I could see Big John Italian having like a long, long hair on top, kind of like a bowl cut. It's shaved up to about three quarters, and then he pulls it back in a bun like a Viking. Hmm. Maybe. I think he's a. I think he's a bigger guy, but he's not huge. You know, I think he's probably. I'd say he's six six foot. 5'11", 6 foot, but I think he's a he's a bigger boy. You know, I think he's probably pushing 300, 275, 300, probably. I think he's got a neck tattoo, and he's got some forearm tats. Um, and I think he probably designed those himself, and I think they're newer. I think this dude's got some body art, and I wouldn't be surprised if he drew them up himself. I wouldn't be surprised if his tattoo artist is one of his best friends. I wouldn't be surprised if they went to high school together and they got into some shenanigans back in the day. I like that explanation. You like that? All right. So let's go to Uncle Buck. And I think this is just a side note, but I think this guy eats really well. Like his lunch or his supper, whatever he packs every day, I think he's eating really, really well. Like gourmet meals. Okay. I think he's a great cook. So let's kick it over to Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck, I want you to explain Big John Italian to us, and we're going to see who won this competition. All right. 
So, Big John Italian, right? He's had his nickname for maybe two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody else besides you call him Big John Italian? I think it's just me. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but anyways, I got it off of uh, He Keeps the Donato's menu by his desk. Well, you just went down the track. Whiffed <laughs> <laughs> on that one. <laughs> And on the menu title... It's got a sub, and it's called the Big John, or the Don Italian is the is the Italian sub. So I said, you know what, Burke, your new your new nickname's Big John Italian. <laughs> All right. So it's an alias. Yeah, it's an alias. This guy is bald. Yes, got that right. No facial hair. Damn it. No tats. Mm. Does he ride a Harley? Absolutely not. He drives a 2020 Ford Explorer. <laughs> nice car, though. That is. Nice car, but it's not a Harley. <laughs> and it's not an F-150 either. Let's just say the suspension for a Harley wouldn't handle Big John Italian. All right? 5'10", okay. 300 plus. No tats. No so, tats at all? None. Okay. Well, we were way off then. Family guy? Absolutely. I would assume if he's driving an Explorer, he's got some kids to haul around. He, he loves his family. Okay. Nicest guy you'll ever meet. Well, I mean, we appreciate him on the show. I won. Sure. I won the height battle. I won the height. You, you definitely. I think you won the weight. Maybe we should next time around when Uncle Buck's on, he should bring Big Big John Italian down to the studio, and we can have a hell of a time down here. You think he'd want to come on? You think he'd enjoy it? I think he'd enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you heard it here first, Big John Italian. You're welcome down here in the studio. Anytime, brother. We loved it. Thanks for the uh, pineapple double IPA. I'm sorry it couldn't make the uh, power rankings list, but like I said, if it was a uh, 24 ouncer, it would definitely be number one for sure. We appreciate it. All right. So if you guys haven't noticed, we really don't have no topics tonight. This is going to be just kind of like a little roundtable setting. Court K is not here. We're probably not going to do a whole lot of editing to this thing. So it's uh, it's wide open. It's wide open. I mean, you don't know how to do a whole lot of editing. No, not really. So. It's going to be pretty pretty uncut. Yeah, pretty uncut. Not not that our normal episodes are all cut up and all edited. I mean, some a little bit. Not but, a lot, though. But not, no, not a lot. We pretty much hit the record button and let it rip down here. I got something for you. Okay. Now, this, this, this could be, this could play some mind games on you. Do lie detectors lie? Are you asking if a lie detector machine will say somebody's lying when they're really, they might just be really nervous, but still be telling the truth? Like that kind of thing? Basically. I mean, do lie detectors lie? That's my question. Like if, like if, if you're, if I'm hooked up to this and you're the detective and I'm hooked up to this machine right now and you ask me a question and I answer it truthfully on my end. And I know it's the truth, but it says I'm lying over there. I mean, those things, I don't know a whole lot about them. You probably know more about them than I do, but, like, I think they read things like pulse, heart rate. See, that's all it is. Like, um... And a person you, like me, you've known me all your life, I get nervous very easily. Yeah. And I start blotching up, and I would start spazzing out. If I was hooked up to that thing, they would say, uh, it would be going off saying I'm lying before I even answer the damn question. That very well could be, Yeah. I don't know. The now, answer. I'm not sure in 2021 that these things are admissible in court. 
they used to be, but I'm not sure if they are anymore because I think they threw them out. Like you can still do them and tell the judge, Hey, he failed his lie detector test, but the judge is going to be like, okay, thanks. I don't care because that's not admissible. I don't yeah. think they should be used anyway. I don't think so either. I think they're a bunch of horse shit. Cause my whole question with that is like, I might not remember if I've done that, like stolen something or whatever they ask me. No, I haven't done it, but fuck sakes, when I was five or some shit, my conscience, my, you know, does it rate off your conscience? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's why I wanted to bring it up. I think this is a great conversation to have. It's a good question. Yeah, it is a good question. I think that in and of itself, lie detectors don't probably make or break cases. Um, I think they probably help support certain sides of cases when, oh, they're, like being, if, when they're being argued. If the person's asked, like, have you ever killed a person? No, and it bleeps yes. Have you ever killed seven people? No, it bleeps or yet or whatever. Like if there's multiple questions relating yeah. to the same thing and he fails seven th- or seven times, I'd probably say the lie detector is probably pretty accurate. But based off just a, a couple questions, like something that you can't remember. or I mean, who's to say we don't have like a sleepwalk? Like, what if I was sleepwalking and I killed DG? And I had no idea. Yeah, accidentally. And I had no idea. I went back to bed. Well, who the hell kills somebody when they're sleepwalking? <laughs> who you puts pillows know. in the oven? <laughs> Why does Radio Shack ask you for your zip code when you're buying batteries? <laughs> I don't know. Who the hell knows? Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Um, but And I think, I think investigators, they know that the machine has some flaws and they do control questions before they get into like what they really want to know. Like if you're hooked up to a lie detector machine, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions that I know for a fact your answer is going to be yes. For example, um, what color is the sky? Like what state do you live in? Michigan. Or, or no, they're yes or no question. So do you live in the state of Ohio? No. I know for a fact the answer to that question is yes. What if I don't know I live in Ohio? That's beside the point. That's a, that's a different conversation. <laughs> but like I ask you a bunch of questions that I know your answer is yes to. And then I ask you a, several questions I know your answer is no to. So that kind of helps them calibrate the machine. I think. I don't I'm just. I have no idea how they work. I'm just going off of what I know about, you know, what I hear on true crime podcast really is what is, you know. That's what I'm talking about. I have no idea how these things work. I don't either. I, I don't. Mean, I really don't either. Now, this this is what I want to say. You want this is what I think lie detectors are good for. Reality TV. You want to start a show? No. Like I've, I'm a big reality TV guy, and when they get these couples down here, and they're like, um, "Did you ever cheat on Jessica?" And you got the guy over there, the Billy Badass player, who's like, "No." And it goes, and then you bring Jessica down there. Do you think, do you think Jason cheated on you? And she says, yes. And nothing happens. See so that, that when they, when you get these couples, so down, they hype them. Up. Oh, they hype them the hell up. I love it. You know what gets did me you hyped have up? A threesome with Kelsey and I Megan. Sure did. <laughs> Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> then he's trying to hype himself up and it goes, no, you didn't. You know what got me hyped up on reality TV? Is Maury when he would come out with the the DNA test yeah. and you got Ricky yeah. with seven baby mamas? You are the father of all of them. And then the girl starts going, oh, Daddy, 
she takes off running through the back, hitting the walls, just throwing a tantrum. Do you guys think that was played? Do you think wrestling's played? I don't think. I don't think those shit. Like I don't think Maury was scripted. If that's what you're asking, I don't. Okay, think it was so scripted. what do you think about Jerry Springer? Because the people they, I mean, some of the people they brought on there, they they ain't gonna be able to follow any kind of script. Oh, you're some right. Some can't even read. You're right about that. <laughs> what do you think? About, what do you think about Jerry Springer? It had to be scripted, right? Yeah, Jerry's a little. To me, Maury's up here. I always love the small people fights on Jerry Springer. Oh. Those were the best. <laughs> Like, me and Monk used to watch the shit out of Jerry Springer, man. <laughs> I bet Monk had a Miller Lite. Oh, man. Jerry Springer used to be one of our favorite shows to watch Jerry together. Springer was like the mayor of Cincinnati, wasn't he? Or something. Something. Yeah, he was. In political upbringings. He had some kind of political Where office. the hell did that come from? I don't know. How, is, is Jerry from Ohio? I think so. Well, I mean, that fucking county voted for Biden. So what do you expect? Uh, here we go. No, but seriously, Jerry, where, wonder where he's from. I think he is from Ohio. Too bad Corey with K in here. He would he would have that up we, already. We could have somebody fact checking. Not that we fact check. Yeah, on we this don't. Show. We don't fact check. But at back all. to your back to your point, dude. Lie detectors lie. I, think, I don't know how we got to Jerry Springer, but have you in all your days of watching reality TV? Has there never been a anybody ever hooked up to a lie detector? Because I think that'd make good TV. Yes. Bring a, bring a lie detector on the show. Is that's that, what, oh, dude, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I think they're good for. They have happened? Yes. And okay. it, it makes great TV. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you get the couples down there that are having problems in the relationship, and then they hook them up. They do hook them up. Oh, yeah. See, I don't watch hardly any reality. Oh, I so watch I it all know. the time. And okay. it's it's fantastic shit when they get hooked up to that lie detector test, man. And he, he comes out with the results. Oh, that's good shit. Do you think they walk in front of them during breaks and spray, like, water bottles to make it look like sweat? Oh, probably. I mean, they do all kind of shit. Do you think that— They fabricate the fuck out of reality. Do I don't care what anybody fucking says. They fabricate it. Survivor? Absolutely. All you, of it. You think Survivor scripted? Oh, yeah. Really? No, 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 no. To some point. Okay. They're probably like, hey, go back here and talk to Joe back in the woods. He's yeah, like, yeah. I'm sh- yeah. They're not you're, back you're there right walking around talking. You're, they're to- not telling them what to say. No. But they're like, hey, we want to get you and you in a shop. Yeah. So get, go get back and, here in the woods. Go and, uh, you know, look for some minnows or some shit. Yeah. And have a conversation <laughs> about it in the minnows. Yeah, yeah, dude, they do that shit all the time. They well, have let me to. Ask, let me ask you this: like when they when they hook these people up to these lie detector machines, do you think they're real lie detector machines, or do you think they're controlling what the needle does? <laughs> you think they're in charge of the what the lie detector machine does? You, is it a real lie detector That's machine? That's a great question, DG. I'm not sure that that could be some good shit if it was fake. Though. I know. <laughs> I mean, what if there's like a little pedal under the yeah, table and yeah. they just start stepping on it and the needle be. starts going crazy? There, dude, there could be. It's, it's like that. an old fashioned sewing machine. Yeah, he tells a lie, and the old bastard just steps on it. You know, starts flinging. That's that, that's why I think this is a great conversation to have. That's all I got. Do you know anybody that's ever had one? Yeah, you have. I mean, you know. Yeah, someone. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I mean, I know not multiple people, and they say it is the worst. Yeah, experience. They, the most intimidating thing ever. They probably. I mean, I'm guessing they did this in a police station, right? Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, they probably have to. I'm sure. I'm, just, th- I'm sure they kind of set it up to be an intimidating setting. I'm just going to say, for like working for the state highway, they intimidate the fuck out of you, and it's, it's. They say it's unbelievable. Like the questions that they ask you, 
is out of this world, like stuff that you would never, you would never think about doing, but as they ask you, you start thinking about it. Well, have I ever, have I ever done that? You start second guessing yourself. Yeah, I've never stuck my dick in a stuffed animal before. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, have I? I don't know. Yeah, so you, then you just start asking you yourself. Go back to your, you go back to when you're 12 and you realize you could do what you can do. And you said, well, hell, I'll just try out with this teddy bear. You can't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But that's just the type of stuff they ask. I think it's pretty invasive, if you ask me. Well, if it's that invasive, then go find yourself another job. You mm. know? Fuck them. Go work at, you know, pay less shoe source. Are they even open? I don't know. Yeah, they got. They said they got killer deals, but it's all bullshit. Rolski, you work in the same town where I live. Yeah. And you drive right down Main Street to get to work, don't you? No, I take 23, but go ahead. Okay. Have you been down Main Street within the last two weeks? No. Well, you might not know what the hell I'm talking about then. Just go right ahead. All right. My my The town where I live, it's not a very big town. I mean, it's... It's bigger than Frankfurt. It's not as big as Chillicothe. For those of, you know, Sibin Squad that's in this area knows how big those towns are. It's kind of halfway in between. It's closer to being Chillicothe size. But anyway, just within the last two weeks, down Main Street, on like every major intersection down Main Street for like a half a mile I know strip, what you're going to say. There's these, you see these motorized bird scooters at every corner. Every corner intersection, there's like four four to six on every corner, on every street corner, okay? Our city is not a tourist destination. So it's this is like stuff you'd see like downtown Indy. Downtown Indy, Columbus, downtown Columbus, Columbus downtown Cincinnati, yeah. downtown Cleveland. But they're in, they're in the town where I live now, all right? And people are loving them. People are loving them. I get it. They're, they're just, you got kids, you know, junior high kids coming up and they don't have anywhere to be and they figure out how to pay for them and they just ride them up and down the street all night long all night all night long it's like it's like the back go, in the day the go pad me, me and you had the go pad they're we were, just they're just these scooters I they're know electrical what, yeah. and they got a motor on them they're, do they give the, a time limit like the, you rent uh, it for two what hours are they called bird, birds 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 yeah, yeah everybody knows what a bird is well if you're under and there's a lot of different brands if but you're under 50 you know what a bird is but this town has a bird they they got birds it's all right, birds. it's just not a bird it's birds yes so you pay for like a uh, parking meter it's basically you put your phone up to it i think i think you got to download the you got download, download the app you put money onto your app and then you basically just set your phone you there's s- like you a little sensor scan them. and it takes money it's like there's a little screen age just, verification and needed no, it, it I think be. I think I think they ask you when you download the app, are you at least you know, fourteen years of age or whatever it is, sixteen years of Wolf. age. All you got to do is click yes. Yeah. Well, so, my seven-year-old niece can work an iPhone pretty well. Oh, well, she could ride a bird. She probably could Jesus. if she's got a if she's got a valid credit card. Could you imagine going you know downtown? There's several local bars down that way, and getting on a bird and just riding. Does that count as? OVI, absolutely, I it does. It will. Hell yeah, it doesn't have a motor. It don't matter. You get OVI on a freaking bicycle if you're out there riding in the middle of the street and you run into a car, parked car. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You could probably, if you came out of a bar and you were messed up, you could probably get an OVI or something. You could get in some kind of trouble for having a razor scooter and being out in the middle of the road. 
stopping up traffic. Yes, you can, dude. I'm telling you, if you're on a bicycle or something and you're just lollygagging down the middle of like a highway or okay, something. Okay, I get that. But if I'm on the sidewalk with this fucking thing, mind my own business. you like wreck into someone's yard fence and if, flip if over you, the fence. If you like run so right into somebody damaged. and mess them up, yeah, you could get into trouble. So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be on a bird drunk as hell. And then let's say the Frankfurt police sheriff's deputy starts walking behind me. He pulls out his clock gun and says, oh, this guy crossed the center crack. I'm pulling his ass over. No, not not to that level. You're going to have to do something pretty stupid on your bird to get. I mean, for one thing, if you're that drunk, then you're not even going to be able to figure out how to unlock the thing to be able to ride it. You'd be surprised. Stuff but I can do when I'm drunk. The reason I knew where you were going. I seen the Facebook post of the city. And they said they had these birds coming, and you should have seen the people lighting their ass up. Did you read that at all? No. It was on Facebook, and these old people, they were hammering the mayor or whoever. They were tagging all kind of you know political people in the city, and they were they weren't happy about the birds being in in town. Old crowd doesn't like oh, the birds. The old crowd don't like the birds. They're talking about running over the old people on the sidewalks. Um, Running through the streets, hitting parked cars, drunk ass. Someone said the drunk assholes leaving the bars are just going to rampage all over the town, which is probably true. So here's here's what I wanted to get to with this. Okay. I live on the north end of town. I'm about a mile to a mile and a half north of downtown. And I work on the south end, about the same the distance. So what I'm finding as I'm leaving to go to work in the morning is I'm coming home at night. I'll see some of these bird scooters all the way on my end of town, not even close to downtown, and I'll see these bird scooters parked in people's front yards. They're keeping them there. And I was on my way here tonight. I was on my way to the studio tonight, and I saw a lady driving a bird scooter from grocery bags up around my house. Please tell me. She didn't have she didn't have grocery bags, but she was from up around my house, and she was she was in the middle of the road. Behind behind me, in the middle of the road, driving this thing like a motor, like trying to pretend she was on a motorcycle. She was taking that thing all the way to downtown. Like people are people in town who don't have cars are using these things for transportation. Like that's what they're for. They're taking no, but they're taking them to their houses and like keeping them at their houses. So it's like going back to the old blockbusters. You buy a video game and you just don't fucking return it. Yes. No, but here's the they're thing. Per, they're pretty much saying this. This is mine. I'm claiming this. I'm keeping it at my house. How do they if charge it? To, if I need to go anywhere, I'm scanning my phone and I'm taking it wherever I need to okay. go. Okay. And this is my argument on this. That's totally legal. Not if they're leaving it at the house. No, you can do it. You can do it because when I was in Columbus, we stayed at the Airbnb I talked about, and they had like. Two or three parked back behind the Airbnb house, just ready for us to go. It don't matter where they are, as long as they're not like locked up or shut up. You could leave one. You could. I could put one in my front yard and just leave it there. So you're telling me that the person that you rented the Airbnb off had three birds, and they're paying back. for it for 24 hours, seven mm. days a week. No, no. You can park them anywhere. I'd say as soon I'd as your say, time's up. As soon as your time's up, it's a time limit per money. As soon as your time's up, you got to swipe again. If you don't swipe again, you just leave it where it's at. It probably, you don't have it to re- probably shuts off. So, you okay. You don't have to return it so anywhere. You could, 
But what? So can you pay for it at the scooter then? Yes. Okay. It's right I, didn't, at the I didn't know that. I thought yep. maybe it was like it's, a. It's just a scanner a, on the handlebar. You let your phone down and okay. you scan it and you can take off. See, on I thought it maybe anywhere. they had to be all put back nope. at like certain stations to pay for. This is what I was going to tell you. They pay people. Bird as a company pays people to have charging stations. So here in a little while, when these birds are dead, you're going to see a guy riding around with a truck regular civilian and you're gonna say that fucker's stealing all these birds no he's the charge guy he'll ride around and he can see every bird on his app oh that battery's dead this battery's dead that's almost dead he loads them up in the back of his truck go puts them on the charger for the night and brings them back out and sets them around town for people well i know i, I mean i'm sure that the bird people can see where all their machines are you know they Yo, probably got some if, kind of device if that you, tracks if them you download the app you can see absolutely you can where, see all where all they are. Yeah. Okay, so they're not going to lose any. No. And if somebody's got one in their garage, they're going to get in there and find they're it. Find so it. when you download the app, is that to pay for the bird? Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So who's to that say allows you to pay for them. Okay, so who's to say you're at the bar, and I'm walking past the bar, and I just grab your bird and take off, and it works. How well, are they going to track well, it? The you, way that that would have to work is you you would have to steal my phone well, so it only it only my, runs with the phone. You got to scan your phone on, onto it, right? Like if he still got time on his machine, it won't let you scan it. Like if he parks it at the bar to stop off for a beer and dinner, and he's still got time on it, you can't take it because he still got it. He still literally owns that bird until his half hours up. So it won't move unless his phone is on the bird. Right, I guess. I mean, you gotta you gotta like he, swipe he can, your phone I onto sw- the screen he, for it to unlock. Yeah, he could you don't prob- have to keep it there. The he whole could time. probably just yeah. Anyways, I drove to work. I knew where you were going. I just, so you've seen them. There was one literally right in the street beside my work. Somebody commuted on a bird scooter. You're damn right. So I went up there, and I was telling my buddy, who's a big listener to the podcast, I was telling Kyle, I said, hey, on my lunch break, I'm going to eat really quick. I'm going to go out there and swipe on that bird, and I'm taking laps around the parking lot. Hell with it. Did you? No. You should have. I should have. What would it cost you? I, see, I think it's, it's like every— It's, it's not that expensive because I've done one— when I was out in Denver visiting a buddy of mine, they weren't bird scooters; they were lime scooters, which is the same. It's the same idea, just a different brand, and they really weren't that expensive. I don't remember what they were exactly. It was like five bucks for a half hour. Top like speed. That. I mean, they they'll get you where you need to go. I'm I'm gonna probably say fifteen. Yeah, ten fifteen. I mean, it's not it's not. They're meant know. for sidewalks. You're not supposed to ride them on the street. How do you think the older people in Frankfurt felt when we were riding the go-pad? They hated ski? us. Yeah. They absolutely hated us. That thing was kind of loud. <laughs> was it? He had a fart tube on it. Turn the air aid down, then. Fuck them. <laughs> hey, what do you guys think about this? You know, the national championship was, what, a week ago? Monday. Yep. Gonzaga Baylor. Almost, yep. Um, if you attended a college, not Baylor, not Gonzaga, any college, and you were a student there, that won a national championship game. And you guys have seen like on ESPN and like the news and stuff, like these students partying in the street, like lighting, you know, couches and shit on fire, having a big old going crazy, going crazy in the street. You know, Athens did that. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you did that when they they beat. Yeah, they did. This year. Here's my question to you guys. What would you do if you went to a college and they won a national title? You're going to ask me that? I want to know. I really want to know. You really want to know. Because I've seen, you know, Baylor people were burning couches in the street. Fine. What would you do? Anything and everything. 
If I went to the University of Michigan and they brought home a basketball, baseball, or football national championship, the sky's the limit. Now, even I will baseball. Sp- even baseball. Okay. I will spend a week in jail <laughs> if need be. I won't kill somebody. <laughs> That's, That's probably crossing the line, but anything else, I don't give a shit. This is what I wanted to hear. I'll kill a guy. So, <laughs> so like, what would, like, are you in for the couch burnings? Or, I mean, would you... Depends on if it's from Big Sandy's, absolutely. Because it's shit. <laughs> Do they ever fix your couch? <laughs> I don't even want to get started. But, I mean, depending on if it's something that I need. A college student probably doesn't have top-of-the-line furniture to set on. No. So, yeah, you can just take it out of your house and say, I'll get a new one next week from, you know, wherever. Someone's got one probably sitting down the street in, in front for the trash to take. I'll just get it, put it in my house, and I'll burn this one. I mean... Like I said, man, this short of murder, it's being committed. Short of murder, paintball guns out. <sighs> yeah, frozen paintballs. I'm busting some windows. I'm throwing some bricks. Shit's gonna be lit on fire. It's gonna be like I'm a part of Antifa for the night. Well, I mean, you and I both know this. This cat to my this left, crazy asshole he's over crazy. here. I know he's crazy. A lot of people don't know how crazy he really is, but I know he's crazy. Yeah, we we both know how crazy he is. But, like, what would you do? If we won a football? Let's say, all right, I'm going to give you a scenario. Okay. You're a junior at the University of Michigan. You're an engineering major. So a big-time major. Yeah. It it, it really doesn't matter. I don't think about building robots or some shit. I just thought it would be funny to picture you as an engineering major. But anyways. Hey, Big John, by the way. Down his first one done, motherfucker. No, you still got some in there. He's not a softy, John. I just drank it, John. Go ahead, DJ. I'm sorry. Engineer at Michigan University of Michigan brings home the national football title. Okay, Uncle Buck was close. (laughs) I mean, how are you celebrating? It depends what my friends are doing. Are you doing a cake stand? I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a big. I'm not a big. Buck, I'm not a big chugger when I drink beer. Are you doing a cake stand? I'll try one. Okay. The no, sky's the limit then. Okay, well, I'll try. I've tried a cake stand in the past, and it wasn't very good at it. Have you How ever old, done a were cake you stand? 10 years? Yeah, I was, I was probably 10. Cake stand, I was probably, ah, shit, probably 18, 19, probably. Gravity worked then. Yeah, but Your I didn't favorite, do very good. Jaeger. Vegas bombs. Vegas, Vegas bombs? Vegas bombs, yeah. Okay. Take him to the house. Vegas Michigan bombs. wins the national championship. Say, I come up to you and say, Rolski. Six Vegas bombs back to back, and then you ask me, what do you want to do? Sky's the limit, correct? Man. You realize how fucked up it would be if Michigan won the I'd national probably championship? probably jump out of a tree. With no parachute. Or to the top of a car and do an elbow drop. Why not? You're not going to break nothing. <laughs> You wouldn't feel it. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to feel it. You might wake up in the hospital the next morning. Now, would you wake up in the middle of the street naked? No. So if I came to you. I wouldn't get naked, I don't think. Shut I would, up. I wouldn't be a street. If I came, me and you, nine Vegas bombs deep, and I said, Clay, the only way that this is going to make it the perfect night, we go streaking. Dude, I've seen you naked before. I can't hang with you. You're going to have to run on the other side of the street. <laughs> 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 I'm not that fast. Uh, yeah, just let me get ahead of you. 
I'd be running. They'd be like, well, here comes the main event behind him. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, oh. That's not happening. But anyway, you, I'm jumping out of a tree onto a car. Would you like tires on fire? Would you make a blockade? Around like the main streets of campus. Yes, I'm I'm doing every bit of that. I'm 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 not jumping out of a tree, but I'm I'm on the main section. I'm in the crowd. Now I'm probably not gonna be the crew that brings out the couch on my shoulder and like throws it in the middle of the street, but I'm gonna be front row watching them. You'll be cheering them on. Oh, you're damn right. I'm gonna be front row. But I'm not lighting it. I'm not pouring the gas, and I'm not carrying it. But you're going to be yelling, light that thing on fire. But I'm going to have the microphone say, do it, you big pussy. Light that mother up. Yeah, I'm going to be doing that You'd with a megaphone. That's what I would do. Yeah. No, I'm not going to mess now, with And He would probably be the one bringing the gas out. <laughs> no. What I'm would not you gonna, do? Yeah, I would probably bring the gas. Yeah, you would bring the gas. I feel like your best, maybe not you, but like one of your really good friends would be the one running the whole show like running the whole shebang bringing bringing the couch out well i mean two yeah, of my getting that, well, you getting think, in the you, two of my really good think, friends you, right here you think hollywood neither, you think hollywood would put the couch on his back and carry it out to the main street i could see him doing that i Did think you? i i feel like hollywood would stand on top of the couch while the things on fucking fire like screaming go blue yeah he'd be right there in the front row yeah but i wouldn't i wouldn't screw with the like the police department, because I feel like they would like, I'm not there to do that. I'm not going to tip your, your cruiser over. I feel like they would be lenient because it's been 19, be. 1997 since Michigan's won a national championship. So yeah. they're going to be in it just like us. They're just going to prevent from the drastic stuff happening. They're, 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 yeah, they're going to, they're going to know that some shenanigans are happening. They're just going to try to be keeping everybody safe. Yeah. So if stuff starts getting lit on fire, cars start getting tipped over, that's, that's when they're going to be like, okay, let's hold up now. Does that guy have insurance? No. Okay, flip it back over. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you guys are saying, I'm definitely not messing with the cops at all. Like, I respect the police. So I'm not messing with them at all. As soon as they get shut down, it's down. But until they shut it down... We're partying like rock stars. DG, did you answer it? What would I do? What would you do? I mean, think if think if Cincinnati brings him a World Series and you call me up and I say, hey, listen, Rolski's on the way. He's going to come to my house. You meet up. We're going to Cincinnati. We're dri- I'm driving to Cincy right now to meet Spilly. I can't, I can't miss out on that. I mean, All-Star. You, were you down there for All-Star? I was. My wife was down there and she said it was fucking unreal i believe that the night that the night that todd frazier won the home run derby home run derby probably oh nuts my God. so probably could you crazy. could you imagine world series downtown cincy i mean that would be the if they uh, not saying it's gonna happen if the reds won the world series this year 2021 that'd be the first world series in 31 years and they won it the last game that you know the deciding game Game was seven? at home. Oh, dude. Was at home. Could you imagine right now those two bridges that lead over the, like, Kentucky? I'm jumping off the fucking It'd be uh, like bridge. a scene from Batman. I'm jumping off the bridge. You'll die. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> you can't survive that. I'll have a life jacket on. It's the... <laughs> the impact. Yeah, it's, it's like hitting dude, concrete. It's not that high. 
It's really not. Wear that one of those high. big inflatable balls. It's around really here. not that high, dude. Cincinnati wins the World Series 2021. What are you doing? You're in telling me I couldn't Cincinnati? survive jumping off that bridge? Dude, it's really not that high. I mean, if I'm in downtown Cincinnati. It's not Golden Gate Bridge high, but fuck's sakes, it's high. It is high, but you could survive it. You're breaking a leg. I don't think so. I bet you're eating your own Pencil dick. It. Pencil it, dude. Pencil it. It's at least 100 feet tall. Okay, have you ever seen anybody jump off the 90-footer in Greenfield? I have. And they've survived every time. Must be Batman. <laughs> no. You sure it's 100 foot? It seems higher than it's way. It's way higher than 100 because I've seen 90. I've seen people jump 90 back to back to back with nothing wrong with them. I've been on that bridge and I've looked down. It's a long it's, way. It's probably 300. <laughs> I've, thought, I've thought walking across the purple, the purple people eater bridge or whatever. Yeah. I've looked down and I've thought... Man, if I jumped off, could I survive? And I, you know man, what I think about when I, I walk I, past I that fucking bridge? Tell me, because I got a thought too. How dirty that motherfucker! Is. No, I wasn't thinking that. Let me ask you guys: the this. catfish that live in it. No, let me okay. ask you this: whatever you drive across that thing, and like traffic's going like real slow, do you get like nervous at all? That the whole thing's just gonna go. <laughs> oh, that's that's what I was saying. Dude, walking. No, I'm talking driving. When the traffic and there's semis all over the thing and it's real slow traffic and you're creeping over the bridge, do you ever just think, wonder what would happen if this thing just you're collapsed not, right now? You're dead, obviously, but that'd be wild. If you just seen like the cable snap and then the bridge just <sighs> some day after tomorrow shit right it's, there. It's yeah. I mean, I have thought about it. Luckily, so what's your what's your happened. limitations? What are you doing for Cincinnati winning the World Series? Oh, what I was going to say is, I'm going to be down there. I'm going to be in in the environment, watch all the crazy stuff happening, and just do my best to stay keep myself alive. You're not going to be sober. Uh, probably not. It'd be a celebratory, you know, that type of thing. Now let me ask you this: home, it's home. In Cincinnati, Game 7, World Series, they lose. Is it going to be crazier because they lost? No. No, everybody's Or do you think it would be crazier if they won? Everybody's going home. I think, what was it, 2010 when they played the Giants at home for Game 7 to make it? Wild card? I don't remember. No. I think it was NL. It wasn't the good of the World Series, but whatever. Jay Bruce had an opportunity with bases loaded to send it, like, to give us a, the pennant, not the pennant, but the game before the pennant. Yeah. He struck out looking. NLDS. Yeah, the NLDS. He struck out looking. Full Great American Paul Park. Yeah, there were some cuss words said. People were pissed off, but nothing I guess horrible they, happened. They just went home no. and went to bed. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, man. It'd be, it'd be, cr- it'd be crazy either way. Either way, one way or another. Hey, speaking of uh, reality TV, right? You, Maury was. What was the show? The Catch Me Outside chick was on. Doctor Phil. Yeah, Doctor Phil. Do you know what she made in six days, Rolski? As she turned eighteen. I don't know if DG knows this. Did you? Do you know what this chick made? No. She made an OnlyFans account when she was eighteen, right? Well, let's just make. Let's just say this. She she made herself available when she was 18. Now, I think she made the content beforehand, which makes it illegal, I think, for anybody who watched it. 
See, I didn't know that. This is just... I haven't watched it. I, I haven't either. But what I'm saying is, I think this whole situation is a fucked up mess. And I'm going to explain why. So but can we get... Can we get I'm going on, to tell. Okay. You, you remember the girl who was on Mario and was like, hey, catch me outside. How, How about, about that? that? Yeah, I remember. Okay. Just a brat. She was like a little 12-year-old brat. Well, anyway, like two weeks ago, she turned 18 years old. And all along, she's been like planning this OnlyFans thing behind closed doors. Like, she, as soon as she turns 18... At midnight, she's firing up her OnlyFans. Now, I don't know if this is true or not. This is just me saying it. She fired it up at midnight when she turned 18 years old that day. And she had 250,000 subscribers right away. She made $1 million million in six six hours. I thought it was six days. Was it six hours? Six hours. Hours. Six hours. By 6 a.m., she had over a million dollars in her bank account from OnlyFans account in six hours on her 18th birthday. Now, tell me. Broke the web. Broke it. Now, let me let me ask you this. We don't have to get into detail here, but how many weirdos does it take to get 250,000 subscribers for a girl who was just 17 years old? 30 seconds ago. And as soon as she turned 18, bam, here's all my money. That su- is disgusting. You'd be surprised how many people were salivating for her 18th birthday. Oh, it's it's disgusting to me. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting, which good for her. She made over a million dollars. It's not good hours. for her, man. She's a brat. Well, how does something like that she was, rude? She, she was a millionaire before this. She was. Just but, because of the Dr. Phil episode. Yeah. She went viral. She has 17 million followers on Instagram. Because of her Dr. Phil episode. She's made music. Have you listened to her songs? She's, she's really not that bad. But she's like a rapper. She better than of. Cardi B. I feel like I heard, I listened to one of those, like a clip of one of those songs. It wasn't that bad. It's not that bad. But what I'm saying is the just the people just salivating over her 18th birthday is unreal to me. It's could you imagine disgusting. making a million dollars in six hours? No, yeah, I couldn't. Would I you couldn't. if you could? Make a million dollars in six hours? And it meant open up an OnlyFans. Where do I sign? <laughs> no one wants to see me on OnlyFans, but I'm just saying, where do I sign? I mean, I would pay just to see you dance around naked. <laughs> <laughs> now, from what I heard, I've heard other podcasts talking about this, and she wasn't nude. So it's kind of like the Bella Thorne. Yeah. Just glorified Instagram. Yeah, basically. It's what so I they heard. got jammed. I think so. I think I think she might have jammed him, but good for her. I mean, there's nothing on there that says that she's got to be, you know, doing that kind of stuff. She can wear anything she wants and take pictures. I mean, it's, it's it doesn't have to be, you know, whatever. But yeah, catch me outside, girls, a millionaire in six hours. Unbelievable to me. That is, that's she's making more money than Peyton Manning made when he signed with the Broncos. <laughs> he didn't make a million dollars in six hours. He made close to that. You're right, but he also had a noodle arm. Yeah. Omaha. Omaha. Rolski, I got a story for you. I found this. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, scientists that have been looking for aliens for a while now, they've been investigating these radio beams from a quote-unquote nearby star. So they got this equipment that picks up radio signals, okay? This ought to be interesting. They they 
they picked up these radio waves, which isn't all that uncommon. They get radio waves from deep space, all right? But this particular software was picking up radio waves that were coming in consistently and in a patterned way, almost like somebody was sending them our way intentionally, okay? So here's, here's I'm just going to read part of the news story. It says, astronomer, this is coming from um, The Guardian. Astronomers behind the most extensive search yet for alien life are investigating an intriguing radio wave emission that appears to have come from the direction of Proxima Centauri, the nearest star to the sun. The narrow beam of radio waves was picked up during 30 hours of observations by the Parkes Telescope in Australia in April and May last year, the Guardian understands. Analysis of the beam has been underway for some time and scientists have yet to identify a terrestrial culprit such as ground-based equipment or a passing satellite. So they're not saying it's aliens. It's not what they're saying. They're just saying, hey, look, we're picking up some shit and we don't really know where it's coming from. Is what they're saying. It's they're radio waves, yeah, but we haven't really seen radio waves like this. So they're saying that they could be real. They're saying there's a chance. There's a you're telling me there's a chance. They're, they're saying there's a chance. See, man, I'm telling you, man. All the stories I've been telling you. Did you hear about the uh, the pilot the other day that called in? No. Well, there was an airlines pilot, big time airlines pilot. I, I can't remember which airlines it was, but the main pilot called in to air control and said, hey, do you guys have any drones flying this high? And they called back and said, no, we don't have anything on radar at all. Yeah. No drones at all. And he's like, well, I just seen a circular oval object fly above our plane at this altitude. They thought it was a drone. He said he called in a drone, and he wanted to make sure that they knew that the plane was close to it. Safety protocols. And they said, no, we don't have anything up there at this point in time in your area. True story. You can listen to the guy call it in. I listened to it. I, I want to say I've, I heard about that story, and I forgot about it yeah. until you just mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's true. The guy called it in, had no idea what it was. And I want to say he's not the only pilot that's reported stuff like nope, that. Nope, he is not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's that's wild to me. I just, the universe is so freaking big, dude. People don't, people don't even realize how big space is. Do you think aliens are real? I've been waiting forever for you guys to talk about this shit. Let's do it, man. Aliens, Bigfoot, all he's that. He's seen them. First I've of all, seen UFOs seen twice. I think I've seen one. I've seen them twice. Tell me your story. I was riding to work, leaving courthouse, turning left to get on the road to go to work. And it was almost like a uh, an orb. You know those balls that you can kind of get into and you run around and you hit people? Yeah. You stand yeah. in it? Yeah. It was like that, but it followed me for probably five and a half, six seconds and then just took off. Like I literally stopped my Jeep and was like... What the fuck was that? See, what did my story say? Five or six seconds on the Myrtle Beach Pier and above my house. Five or six seconds, what did it do? Take off. But it was odd Same because I couldn't, I couldn't tell. You couldn't tell exactly could how far away it was or how close it was. Nope. It looked like it was three, two, three hundred feet above me. But then I was like, "Damn, is that right next to me, or is it seven or ten miles away from me?" Exactly how I felt. Both times. And I was close as this thing. It tracked me. And it was not a personal like video drone. It wasn't a plane. It wasn't a 
a saucer by no means, but this thing, I mean, it almost had like an aurora or a glow to it. And it was, <laughs> it was just something. like a, it looked like a clear, like golf ball, huge golf ball following me. And then gone, gone. And I literally, I was like, God damn, man. Hope I got some toilet back paper back there because I think I shit myself. I'm telling you, man, these things are real, DJ. I can't believe you've never had an experience yet, but by the time you do, you're going to be like, holy shit. You won't be able to, like, in person. and Uncle Buck were right. In that moment, you'll be like, I can't explain what the fuck just happened. But then it's kind of like tunnel vision. Like, like you said, the universe is so huge, like the ocean. Could you imagine all the species that they haven't discovered yet? Actually, that, I mean, that's here on Earth. I actually, and that's I actually wanted to talk about that tonight, Buck. I'm glad you brought that up. And that's nothing compared to the universe. There's, it's endless. Think, I mean, think about this, right? There are stars that are that's, that astronomers have determined are billions of light years away. Now, uh, what that means is there's a, you walk outside at night and there's stars in the sky. And it could be dead, blown up, dead. You look up in the sky and you see a, a star, right? If that star, let's say it's one million light years away, what that means is, you know how fast light travels? You know, you flip the light switch on, the light's on. Right. And then yeah. like 200, it's instantaneous, And right? then like 257,000 miles per hour or per some second cr- or something. Per second or something. Yeah. Something stupid like that. I mean, you flip the switch on, the light hits your eyes. Boom. It's that fa- That's the speed of light. It's that fast. As soon as the edge of the sun comes up over the horizon in the morning, you see it. That's how fast light travels. Okay. So you see a star up in the sky and let's say it's 1 million light years away. What that means is that that star that you're seeing light from it could have burnt out. It could have exploded. Combusted. Bur- burn out. One million years ago. And we're just because, now seeing but it. because it's so far away, and because it's that far away, and because the light from that star takes that long to travel to hit our eyes, we're not, we're not going to know about it. We don't know. We don't know that it's a burnout because it's that freaking far away from us. And those stars that we see in the sky are only the ones that are close by. They're on. They're only the ones that are nearby. And there's over what, like twenty some billion. Those, those are the only ones that are like in our galaxy. All right. You want to know my personal galaxy, opinion? Roll our galaxy is like is like one of these little raised bumps on a basketball in the whole universe. You want to so know like my- the Milky Way galaxy? Us, Jupiter, Uranus, Mercury, Mars, Venus, all them. That's one bump on that basketball. Pluto. Of the entire... Pluto doesn't count anymore. Damn, it don't. It, hey, they, they took that out of the textbook, They took man. it out. Son of a... I know. I know. He got... To, he got Pluto got shafted. We'll keep going. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> it's just huge. It's you know, huge. The universe is so big, it's, it's almost mind-blowing. And so, for us to say, nope, no way. No way there's other life in the universe. We're the, we're the only life here. I don't think so. Maybe you're right. I don't know. But it's, here, I feel like it's a little irresponsible Here's to my say thing. That. I know. I'm going to bounce off you here. We can land a remote control truck or whatever it is. It's like a little remote control car. Where are we at? Mars right now? Where we landed that? We're trying to get there. No, no, they, no, they, they, landed, they landed like a rover there. It's okay. a, yeah, we're on it right now. We can you can watch video of where it's at right now. It's on there. I think the prick that was running the actual the mechanism, yeah, put it in like a 
an abyss. And it can't get out. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. You must have been drunk. There went 15 Too many flying monkeys. Dollars. There yeah. went $15 billion. Let's just go ahead and wreck it on day three. But anyway, we can land that on Mars. But we've only landed on the moon once. Am I right about that? We've landed on the moon more than once, haven't we? I think we have. How many times? I would say no more than three. Two or three. I think there's been a total of 12 people. The first first time was 1969. Now, if you want to get into conspiracies. That's kind of where I was heading. That's a whole nother podcast. How deep are we right now? Me personally, we landed on the freaking moon. There there, there was no studio. It wasn't. But why is the flag shaking? I don't know. I've never been on the moon. How how should I know? I don't know that. I don't know the answer to that question. But Neil Armstrong, native Ohioan, born in Wapakoneta, landed and walked on the moon. He did. That's a fact. Sure that wasn't a green screen? I'm pretty positive that wasn't a green screen. I don't know. I'm pretty positive. Here's my only thing. Let's go. Okay. We got time. So I'm not for sure what this belt's called, correct? Around the the Earth. But there's like layers to it outside the ozone. It's like seven different layers. And the farther you get out of the ozone, let's say, however far, it's outside of the space station. And of course, the moon's farther from the space station. So the equipment that they had in 1968, right? These layers of this, I guess, shell around the Earth is so pure and radiated with radiation that it is scientifically proven that nobody could survive in a rocket ship or any way being to get to the moon through these layers, except through the poles. Now, where were these these rockets launched from? It's a great question. Canaveral, Florida. Cape that's Kennedy. Where, that's where that's where their their rockets are launched from, correct? Okay, I, I don't know. I'm not We're going in. down a rabbit hole here. And I'm, I'm not into this. Tell me, from Florida. Okay, Florida's warm as fuck. It's not a North Pole nor South Pole. And these, I forget the name of it, but these radiation belts don't exist at the poles. But these belts are so full of radiation that nobody. It's a scientific fact. They've already proven that they cannot. And will not survive through any shuttle through these layers to get to the moon. That's what they'd have you believe. So how did these guys make it to whatever point to get to the moon through the belt? I mean, that's a great question. I don't know, Buck. I don't have any idea. So if I, you're asking, I'm with you on this. If you're asking me personally, I think John Glenn's full of shit. He just wanted an airport named after him. He's never been there. He think, visited Hollywood a couple of times. John Glenn. I don't think he was there either, if you want me to be well, honest. Well, not John Glenn. Neil Armstrong, my bad. John Glenn was the first, <laughs> first American to orbit the Earth. He didn't go to the... I don't think he went to the moon. Neil Armstrong did. Okay, well, Neil Armstrong didn't go to the moon. He says Neil Armstrong's full of shit. Are they both from Ohio then? Yeah. yeah there's no way it happened. Yeah, they Ain't are. nobody from Ohio going to the moon. Dude, Ohio... Has so much history in flight and space. Isn't it's it crazy. The Wright brothers? And the Wright, I, and the Wright mistaken, brothers hey, invented the airplane. I, I paid attention to history a little bit. Now, listen, 
Why do you think they landed on the moon, DD? To prove that it could be done. To show that it can be done. Where's the proof? I don't know, man. The the pictures, the moon dust, the I moon can, rocks I they mean, brought back. I mean, we can. Okay. We can. So I looked it up. It's take called. Pictures, and I can find some rocks in the creek that look pretty awesome. Are you? Are you Rolski? I knew. I knew about this guy. Now listen. Are, are you? Are you? I don't go deep into it. Are you it. a moon landing denier? Is that what you're saying to me? I kind of right am. Holy that flag is not supposed to be okay, shaking so up there. Okay, so it's the belt I was talking. It's called the Van Ellen Belt. All right. It's a zone of energetic charged particles, most of which originate from the solar winds, from the sun, and it's filled with so much radiation that it's impossible to penetrate it. Here we go. And guess what lies outside that Van Allen belt? I don't know. Tell me. Cotton Uh, candy? I mean, maybe. Alien cotton candy, but it's called the moon. Oh. Yeah. Hey. So you're. I. I. I so like he, I said, I knew he was a. I knew he was a denier. I, I knew it. I really. I really don't believe it either. You know why I think? Why, Alex, why don't we do it now? Like we got um, the Tesla guy. We got Eric. Elon Musk in this new space shit he's doing. SpaceX. Why? Why haven't we been back? Why haven't he like, can he can land he can land a space rocket with his cell phone, but he can't put a motherfucker on the moon? Yeah, like we can't go back to the moon. When was the last time? Would someone please look it up? Since you guys say it's been three times, when was the last? So said someone's been walking on the moon. DG, would you please look that up? Corey with K, we need your ass here. We miss you. And what's the sad part is, no other country that's ever raced to try to get to the moon has never said that they've been there. It's just the U.S. Yeah, there's yeah, it's just us. Because everybody else fucking puts up their 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 they don't lie and they say yeah these guys died. <laughs> well, did they die? Probably. Oh man. Rest in peace. Anything? I mean, you look pretty dumbfounded over there, DG. I'm not dumbfounded. I just was what uh, that conversation that we just had. It reminded me of something, and I don't know where I read this. Don't fact check me. But the Earth is like something like 92 to 93 million miles away from the sun. That's a lot of miles. If the Earth were one mile closer to the sun than it is, I think we would all roast to death. It's it's something like, I don't know if it's that. I agree with that. And if the Earth were one mile further away, we'd all freeze to death. I don't know if it's that like close. Like that short of a distance, but it's something like the axis. If the axis would tilt a certain degree farther. Yeah, I don't know if I believe a mile, but I agree. It's something like that. I agree with what you're saying. I mean, how wild is that to think about? That is crazy. Like we would just go into dust. Yeah, we just our, our, vapor. Our houses would burn down and we would just just go. Yeah, just everything would melt. Everything would melt. I like think we we would literally melt. Would you want to know in would advance? You, would you be? Let me ask you this: If you were, if you like, um, I don't know. If say you were in the ocean and you were covered in water, and that happened, your your just head would melt off, or would, would the water literally boil, boil and evaporate? The water would. I think the water would. It, it takes longer for salt water to boil. It wouldn't even boil. I don't think it would just get so hot. It would just like go from liquid to vapor instantaneously, and we would just disintegrate. Just go, yeah. just go with it. Just, it'd be like it, it would, to to me, it would almost be like if um, 
like an atomic bomb got let off and everything just vapor. Okay, so NASA, you get a mass text out, right? Saying, hey, we're about to move one mile closer to the sun. You have approximately 23 hours to live. Spend it wisely. What are you two doing? Well, Rolski probably going up the Fox Run. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, DG, that'd be the last thing on my list. I'm not going back to Fox you Run. Didn't, you didn't, that prick. How's he going to walk up to you and say that? Yeah, I mean, that was awfully mean of him. What, what was he drinking? Um, he didn't have anything in his hand. White Claw? Probably. Fucking pussy. <laughs> uh, you know... We, we probably ought to come back down here and record one last podcast. Yeah, we ought to just throw one out. Yeah. Give people something to listen to. I'd, get, I'd tell you what, I'd be I'd be to the point where I didn't know what was going to happen. I'd be pretty messed up because I wouldn't want to feel it. I'd get pretty hammered drunk. I can tell you that. And I'd be with my best friends and my family. Hopefully we could all get together in like a park somewhere and just have a freaking heyday. Everybody get together. Family, everything. Just, just crowd the streets. Let's just have one... One big. I mean, if, that, if that were to really happen, I think you're getting into like purge territory. Why everybody's going to die? I exactly. N- maybe if you survive, I think that might be the happiest time of like people's lives. No, nobody. You know, no hate. Everybody knows what's coming. Exactly. No hate. Let's just let everybody's it up while like. We can. Everybody just walks outside with no clothes on. <laughs> everybody's naked. It's just a huge street party. I'm just saying there's no hate, but there's no segregate, like, everybody's everybody. Yeah. This is what we got to do. Let's live it the fuck up. We're all, yeah, we're all going. So what's the difference? That's a, got it. I mean, that's. That's an interesting uh, perspective. Yeah, I don't. And then that 24th hour hits and we're all living and then we're like, fuck. Here it comes. Here comes the hot wave. <laughs> no, nothing happens. Oh, nothing. We're all butt naked out in the middle of Frankfurt. <laughs> That guy goes back to his mom's basement and says, let me uh, continue my shit talking on Twitter to people. Hey, wasn't, wasn't there a fake like nuclear missile launch yeah, a couple years ago from Hawaii? Hawaii. They, all got the, uh, they all got the text message or the alert, and it never happened. It was a false alarm. I, heard a, I, I, uh, I listened to a podcast about that, and one family sued the federal government. Why wouldn't you? Because when— Panic. The panic caused their father, who was about 60, 65 years old at the time, he had a heart attack and died because of the because of the text message that came through. At least that's what their argument was. And I bet they won. I would I would pay. I would almost bet they won. On that. Because some some cat in a control room somewhere hit the wrong <laughs> hit the button. wrong fucking button. You know who it was? Don't. Big John Italian. <laughs> Thought you were going somewhere else. <laughs> Thought you were going somewhere else. Big John Italian, press that button. I tell you what, we gotta have Big John on down here. Hell, we're going an hour and twenty seven minutes in here. Big John, he's still coming up. Hey, I. You know why I don't think that they've like literally fucked with us alien wise? They're scared of us. No, let me. Okay, go ahead. I, I think I'll, we're too dumb. No, I tell you why they haven't messed with us yet is because they. You said they don't exist. They're afraid of they're afraid of the dogs. They're afraid of our dogs. You know why? <laughs> Think about it. Aliens have been observing the planet Earth for all these years. And what do they see when they when they look at us? They see us being led around on leashes by dogs, and every time they take a shit, we're picking it up after them. Who do they think's in charge? 
right, but I'm going to branch off that. That's I never thought about it. <laughs> I don't have a dog, but I've seen a lot of people do that. And Speaking of dog shit, the city of uh, Plymouth, Minnesota is cracking down on pet owners for not picking up their dog shit, even telling people to dial 911 on the violators. Can you believe that shit? Like, like first responders don't have anything better to do. It's like do. us. It's like us walking our dogs around town where we grew up, Frankfurt, and it shits in someone's yard right along the road, just a little little shit pile. If we don't pick it up, these people in Plymouth, Minnesota, are calling the cops on us. Can I be? Can I be honest? Yeah. If you don't pick your dog shit up, you're a lazy piece of shit. Grant fair. That's that's, you, that's that's fair. That's your family. That's a part of you. You clean it up. You just don't let your baby's diaper out in the middle of the road. You got to have more pride than that. Exactly. I get that. And you got to, you you know. But we're not calling 911, are we? Well, obviously, there's a lot of lazy I mean, people. This is a high class neighborhood, probably. I'm not real sure. It didn't say. Stimulations, HOAs. Yeah. People was paying big bucks to live there. It's probably gated. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. But still, it's biodegradable. Don't call 911. Call, you know, the HOA association. Call Richard down there in the call, head of the house. Call the mayor. You know, make a complaint with the mayor's office. Something. Or, or something. just grow some. Or, or, maybe, or maybe walk out in the front yard and, and have a conversation with the person. Yeah, approach the person. Just grow some nuts and yeah. approach the person yourself and say, hey, man, Qu- this yeah. is a pussy. Exactly. If you're, if you're calling the cops on somebody. Then you know who it is that's that's the perpetrator. Or, Why don't you just walk out or, your front door and have a conversation with them? You you see who this person is for a couple of times, right? Know where they live, and then you personally walk on their front yard and take a shit of your own. An eye for an eye. What about that? No, I like it. Would you do that? Why not? I need three o'clock a.m. They caught sh- you on their camera. Bare ass. Just go shit in their yard. Squatting. Squatting. Right there. And right then you now. look straight up at it and you just... <laughs> deuces. On the ring camera, just double finger, double bird. Deuce. How's this? <laughs> yeah. I like it. I mean... Hey, but you mentioned the ocean earlier, Uncle Buck, and I wanted to get back to it. We've only discovered 10% of the species in the ocean. And you said it. You're like, we don't know what's down there. And that's something I wanted to bring up tonight on the podcast. So we'll take this to the tail end. What is down there, boys? 10%. And you think about the ocean, that covers what? 80% of Earth? 75% of Earth? Something like that. Don't, don't fact check me, but it's close. It's got to be lot. close. The, most of the Earth is water. Right. That's just let's like. Just, let's just say 70% no, no of Earth. two ways around that. 70% Can of Earth. Can I ask Earth's you a water. question, DG? How much of the percentage of a body is water and then like 95 percent. it's it's almost all of it yeah so think of your body like planet earth it's all it's all water so the stuff that's down there man it's wild to think about you think of a car like me personally i think of a cargo ship right traveling through the canals that just got stuck i bet there's shit down there that's half the size of that that was just a fun fact i found out a blue whale you know when they take one gulp of whatever they eat, how many calories they consume? I don't. It's I have no idea. It's half a million calories. I, be, I mean, yeah, that's that's a 
shit ton of calories, but I believe it. A half a million calories in one gulp of what they eat. Crazy. Crazy. It's unreal, man. I know. Blue whales are so freaking big. Have you ever seen like a picture of a blue whale under like the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco? How big a blue whale is compared to that bridge? It's freaking unbelievable. It's unbelievable. No, I, I've never seen I've never seen a picture like that, but I've seen like I've been on TikTok lately and I've been watching there's there's this page that's nothing but whales. They're like whale watchers and they'll go out and TikTok them. I mean they pull up, they, they, they literally put, poke their head out of the water and it takes up the whole screen. It's not even their head. It's just like their, their mouth or their nose, and it takes up the whole phone screen. That's how big they are. Oh, yeah. And then, like, it's like a, the video is like a minute long, and they'll, the, you'll see their back all the way through the whole minute of the video just swimming by. That's how big they are. Okay, so how about this, right? This is what I just thought of. So, blue, like, whales are that big, right? They have to they have to stay near the surface of the water because they got to come up every so often and blow off that air, right? If they're that big and they're staying on the surface, then what the hell could be way way down megalodon? There? Have you watched that movie? I'm telling you, there's one out there. I feel like you guys said. Have you ever about, seen the chart? What is that like a movie? No, just the ocean chart. Like the different levels of what where animals can go. No, I don't think so. I wish I had it pulled it up right now. I wish Corey the K was here. The chart where different like sea levels that animals can survive at is unbelievable. Isn't like, it like ten thousand feet? The the freaking the whale you were just talking about, it was on the chart and it's like I wanna say like it was like a hundred thousand feet. Yeah, hundred thousand feet that it can survive at, underneath the water. That's like it can go that deep. So and a, for so some a mile, reason, a mile is about five thousand feet. So we're talking two hundred feet, two hundred miles below the surface it, of the it, ocean. I might be, I might be bullshitting here, but it's very, very deep. So the deepest part of the ocean is two point three miles deep. So that's not quite a hundred thousand. Two point three miles. So that's about twelve thousand feet deep. That's still deep as fuck. I don't think anything that See, the I don't U.S. That. You don't what? You don't believe what? I think it's deeper than that. You think, have you, have you seen the movie Megalodon? I've no, I haven't seen it. Okay, well, they have the lower part of the ocean, right? And then there's a depth below it. It's almost like a, uh, a ghillie suit, I would say, of the lower part of the ocean. That's the only thing that we can see. Yeah, like there's certain depths we can't even discuss. we can't even get down there because the pressure's too great and we don't have the technology. Well, there's never been anything or anybody make it like farther than a mile deep in the ocean. That's so just that—that's a mile about. and a quarter almost. That that's crazy. We have never about. even discovered or have ever, ever had anything remotely close to discovering it. Like what? At the deepest depths of the ocean, like what? What? You know. What type of stuff is on the sea floor? Like what? The, what the hell's living? I, down I seen there? something the other day that it was. There's been 275,000 species recognized in the ocean to this day, and they say that's not even a quarter of them. You want to talk about space and how we don't know what's out there? You think you got? We think we got mermaids down there? 
No, I'm not saying mermaids. I'm just saying 275 Something 000. bigger than a 13-foot great white shark. Absolutely. Yes. Something bigger than a 40-foot blue whale or a, or a 100-foot blue whale, whatever they are. There's something bigger than that down there. And I'm not bullshitting you. 275,000 species that we've recognized. They said it's probably not even a quarter of the population in the ocean. That's wild to think about. What man. if there's like an eel down there that's... A hundred feet long and it's got ten thousand legs running around, like human legs. Just running. What if there's some kind of like wild ass jellyfish down there and the extract like if you extract the liquid out of this jellyfish is like the cure for cancer or something? Possible. Dude, what if it's all been things down are, there the whole time? I wouldn't be surprised at all if that was true. I wouldn't be surprised, and we don't even know about it. That's how crazy the ocean is. Man. And go to, like, just think about it. People are scared to step foot in the ocean because of this. And we're out there having a good time riding boogie boards. Have you ever been in the ocean at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, pitch black? Yes. Isn't that frightening? It's frightening. Have you ever been in the ocean during a massive, massive thunderstorm? Because I have. A squall? I've seen J-Word roll up like a freaking beach whale puking his guts out onto the ocean floor during that. <laughs> Unreal. That's chum. Him and my buddy, buddy, they, <laughs> they swam out deep and he rolled up. He, he fucking rolled up on Cedar Trip. He rolled up onto the beach and he was not in good shape. Now, do you like fishing, like deep water fishing? Fun fact, never been. The, only, the deepest water I fish in was off the pier. In the ocean. Never been? Never been. I've never been either. Now, I hear if you've got the stomach for it, it's an experience. Like an adrenaline rush? Yeah, like you're, just, you're hitting the waves and you got the you got to have the big rod with the heavy weight on it. And you're throwing it out there. You're catching sharks. I'm about 45, Clay. Like, I don't think I could you see myself. You wouldn't have the stomach for it. It's Why? Like, you're talking like Perfect Storm. You ever seen Perfect Storm? Great movie. That type of shit, right? No, That's no, a sneaky no. Mark Wahlberg great right there. It is. It is. Fantastic. One of his earlier flicks. I think I cried, man. I did too. But I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about going offshore enough to where you can't see the shore. They were all the way out in the middle of somewhere. Like you're only like what? How many miles is it until you can't see the shore? I don't know. It's not that far, really. It's like got to be at least 10 or 15 miles because visibility on a non-foggy day is... At least 15 miles. I know that from our wonderful meteorologist on 10TV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, well, I don't know. No, I've never been deep sea fishing. I don't really want to go. So the experience that I have heard is just your typical marlin that might weigh, you know, 200 pounds. More less. than that. No, I would say less. Mm. I'm not talking like enormous game fish, enormous. Okay, go it's ahead. It's like a five and a half, four hour, five and a half, like, fight. Could you imagine the workout you're getting for four to five and a half hours just to reel in one fish? Yeah. Okay, it's yeah, a, you're, it's, you're, it's you're not about even right. a, it's not, it's not catching a fish. It's a freaking battle. 210 pounds the average weight. For a marlin. Of an Atlantic blue marlin. Yeah. And it's like four to f- four to five and a half hours to reel that motherfucker in. He's fighting for I his don't life. have the patience to sit in line at Walmart, let alone 
fish for a blue marble. Straining your whole body, using every muscle in your body, every second, trying to reel that shit kicker in. Like, you would have to fill me up with orange juice, Gatorades, IV. I would ask her a fucking IV. You'd have to, I mean, you'd have to have somebody else on board you could switch in and out with. I mean, that's the only way to do it. But that's not your catch then. It's not, but I mean, the fish that big with that much fight in it, you're one man can't land. I'm not going to be honest. I'm afraid of that challenge. That's why I don't do it. I don't think I have the endurance, the manhood, the integrity to just sit there for five hours and fight just a small shark. You've... You've got the heart to do it, though. I know you. The heart. It. You wouldn't. You would. You know not, what I would end up you doing? You would not cut your line. I know you wouldn't. Uh, you know what I would end up doing? I jump off the back of that fucking boat with a knife. <laughs> Here he swim goes. Swim down to the depths <laughs> and slit it right at the throat. So you're so you're saying you don't have the heart to? No, re- I have the heart. Reel it in for six hours, but you'll dive to the depths and cut the jugular with yeah, it. That, I feel hard. like it'd be easier. I don't. Are you a good swimmer? Horrible. <laughs> You're not doing it. <laughs> All right. So I appreciate the, the uh, Marley story. So full of shit. But I've got one more story for you guys that I think a, it's a good ending here. So we're going to end it with this. So I was listening to the radio this week and I was on my way into work. There was a story about this girl and this guy who have been together for five years. They've been engaged for three, okay? Together for five, engaged for three. Very close, very in love, okay? It was getting close to their wedding, and her friends pulled her aside and said, hey, we want to bring something up to you before your wedding day. And she's like, okay, what's going on? Why does, let's just call him John. Why does John always keep his right hand in his pocket? We've known him for five years now. We've never seen him without his right hand in his pocket. And she's like, well, I don't know. I've never, I've never really thought of it. But now that you bring it up, he's, he's always got his right hand in his pocket. Five years later, this girl realizes that her, her, future husband has never pulled his right hand out of his pocket. So she's, sorry to interrupt you. She's, she's been with this guy for five, five years, years and she's never known him to have his right hand right. out of his she, pocket and has never thought to ask about it. Never thought to ask. Well, him. that right there pisses me off, but continue. <laughs> Go ahead. They've, they've never been naked together. Now listen, now this is where I'm going. And they start asking questions like you've never seen his hand at dinner. You've never seen his hand in the bedroom. Like you've never, you've never seen him naked at all. And she said, you know what? Now that I think of it, he only eats with one hand at the dinner table and I've never seen him naked in my life. Every time we have sexual intercourse, it's always in the dark. I fuck with my socks on. Well, I do too. So it's all right. (laughs) That don't have nothing to do with it. This guy's... She's been with this guy for five years and has never seen his right hand. Have you seen my right hand? I've seen your right hand. Do you want to go ahead and explain it? I want to hide it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> explain it. It's a claw. No, it's not. It's 
Let's just talk. I'd be proud of it if I was you. There ain't nothing wrong with it. Okay, go on with the story. Jiminy Christmas. What I'm getting at is this chick has never seen her husband's right hand, going to be husband's right hand. Not in the bedroom, not at the dinner table, not ever for five years. Her friends brought it up right before the wedding. Come to find out, she goes and asks him about it. Motherfucker don't have a right hand. <laughs> it's gone. It's a nub. That's it. He don't have one. He was scared to tell her. Because when they first met, he said she wouldn't like him if she knew he only had one hand. She thought it would be weird and she wouldn't. There's there's two things. Five here. years. Five <laughs> fucking years that she didn't know that this guy had a right hand. He kept it in his pocket, kept it away from his fiance for five years. And the dumb broad didn't even ask about it. They went out to eat numerous amount of times, numerous amounts of dates. They've lived together. They've had sex. Never seen him naked. Never knew he didn't have a right hand. There's two things. Explain it. I'll start off with the first one, and I'll let somebody else go. One, she's not very fucking deserving. She's not very bright. Not at all. So it's her own fault. Like, she's never tried to hold that hand before, ever in five years. Like they're not cuddling on a couch somewhere and I like, feel like I feel like the average woman, the average woman on the first date yeah. would be like, Hey Give me a hug. Hey, why haven't you taken your right hand out of your pocket though? I whole mean, night? I've been on first dates and they wonder why I gotta zip my ass and I haven't even taken my pants off. So you're telling me this bitch doesn't know that I don't have a right hand? The second date, they're sitting on the couch next to each other. She's on his right side. She wants to hold hands while they're watching a movie. But there is. But his hands in his pocket the okay, whole time. But what? Why? He might. He might. There's ways to avoid. There's it ways to from him, his like, point of view. From his. Now I'll be honest. There's stuff that I do that I try to alleviate the use of my right hand. No, I, and that's fine. But you can't hide that for five years. Well, he did. How he's a, he's a guys? He's a, how did he do it? He's a wizard. Ex- that was that was my second point. And she didn't even recognize it. It was her friends that called him out and said, "Hey, we we've been around this guy enough. We've never seen his right hand. It's always in his pocket. Why?" And his his fiance had no idea. Like she's like, "Oh my gosh, you're right." Every time I've been with him, I've never seen him naked. I've never seen him shower. I've never, I've never uh, cuddled with him. I've never held his hand. I've never seen him eat with two hands at the dinner table. How the hell can you go five years like that? I mean, it's not that big of a deal that it, he's missing his right no, hand. No, it's not that but big of a deal. But it's a big deal that she, she didn't, didn't recognize. Exactly. That's, that's the whole And she didn't ask thing. him about it. So her all, friends had to bring it to her attention. That's unbelievable to me. It and is. When I was riding to work with my buddy Kyle, me and him looked at each other like, is this, we were just laughing. Like, is this real? Like, how dumb is she? That is unbelievable. Like, you know, all three of us here are married. I mean, in the early, in the early stages, you're taking them out to eat. I mean, you're cuddling on the couch, watching the movie, you're holding hands, you got your arm around her, you're giving her a hug and good night when you walk her to her door. Well, I mean, we've shown our hands. You know, since day one, wonder what you can't hide. Just you're just hugging her with one left hand or I, one left arm. I will, I will say this. A night in college. <laughs> Here we go. No, this is a true story. Okay, I put my good hand through a window. Right, 
I mean, to the bone. I remember this. Yep, you remember? I too. Okay, I remember. so they stitched me up. I hid that from my parents for almost three months. That was a hoodie. I wore a hoodie in the middle of fucking summer. Yeah, yeah, but also... My parents went when, like... Why are you wearing a God hoodie? damn, it's, it's 98. degrees outside. It's 95. You're going golfing with a fucking Bengals hoodie on? Okay. Why is you... I mean, there's way... I, I don't know if it's... I wouldn't say... Maybe she was afraid to ask why. Maybe. Maybe. And I, I could see... Maybe he was batting out of his league here. She was maybe a little out of his league. He's a little hotter. She was a little hotter for him. He's a little. He's definitely self-conscious about yeah, it. He's yeah, hiding it. He just didn't want to show her I gotta right give, I gotta give him props. I'm giving him props, too. Like, he did a hell of a job. But there comes to a point in time... You gotta be honest. You've gotta be honest. You gotta whip it out and say, Hey, listen... I have, I've hid this from you long enough. Like, you know. This, I mean, and honestly, between it's us. It's really not the, that big of a deal. The wrist, it's not that thick. Yeah. That could, that could really come as like, <laughs> come in handy. No pun intended, but shit. <laughs> I think that's just, <laughs> I think that's just a good way to handle it. The wrist, the wrist could come in handy in different ways. Yeah, you're right, Buck. It really could. DG. Hey, uh, you know, just big thanks to uh, Donzi, aka Uncle Buck, for being in the studio again. Always, it's always, it's always lively having him down here. You know, he always makes things interesting. Tonight so, wasn't a fucking circus, though. Generate some good conversation. I feel like tonight was a little more scientific, a little to, more. To my, tonight was a little bit more laid back conversation about some random shit, and I kind of enjoyed it. Just, just all over. Yeah, hey, it's a roundtable setting. We didn't even scratch the service. I still got Bigfoot. I got aliens. No, we're coming, I got lizard we're coming, people. We're coming back hard. We're coming back hard with some conspiracies. So and, stay uh, tuned. Yeah, and we'll, we'll save some of that for Big John Italian to get down here. But uh, good time as always. I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. Uncle Buck, thanks for coming. Appreciate you as always. Um, shout out Big John Italian. Can't wait to have you down here. Thanks for the non-tall boys, but they were still good. I drank all mine, by the way. I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe. We'll catch you next week on the next episode of the Sip and Serve Podcast. We should have called Troy. Tonight would have been a perfect night just to get Troy on the line. He knows what double IPAs are. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Big John, next time, come with some 24 ounces, brother. We'll get you on the power rankings.